I think it's very important for patients to know that they're not alone in this. I like to tell them this. Look, you see me, but behind, you know, everything I do, there is a team of people. Hello, Homo Sapiens. Welcome back to Epilepsy Sparks Insights. Now, Epilepsy Month is a whole of November, and this week we meet the brilliant epileptologist, Maryam Ben Salem Owen, who is inspiring for people with and families affected by the epilepsies due to her empathy and understanding, and inspiring to fellow clinicians and researchers with her leadership. This month, November, we hear how Maryam makes Epilepsy Month cool, productive, and fun. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I've been following you closely, uh, especially during the pandemic when it was raging. And um, and I really love the community that you have built around your podcast and raising epilepsy awareness. Um, so I am a, an epileptologist. I'm a neurologist and I work at the University of Kentucky. Um, I direct the epilepsy program um, at UK Healthcare. And I'm also the director of the Epilepsy Fellowship uh, which is the first accredited epilepsy fellowship in the state of Kentucky. So in addition to these official positions, I serve um, um, the epilepsy community in another way. Um, I, um, I am the current uh, president of the board of directors of the Epilepsy Foundation of Kentuckiana, which stands for Kentucky and Southern Indiana. And um, I am also, I serve um, um, as the chair of the accreditation committee of the National Association of Epilepsy Centers, uh, or NAC, which is um, the an organization that um, is uh, promoting quality of care and safety for epilepsy patients in epilepsy centers. It oversees about 260 epilepsy centers throughout the United States. Um, and, and so uh, this, this is one role. And the other role I have is uh, I work very closely with the American Clinical Neurophysiology Society. Um, and, um, and I'm the current vice president of the ACNS or American Clinical Neurophysiology Society. And, and then I do other other things. Other, I serve on other committees, but this is a little bit what I do. <laughs> it's about, I don't know how you do so much stuff. I'm just thinking if I did like two of those things, I think I'd <laughs> end up having a seizure or something. So I think it's so flipping amazing how you do all of that. And I guess this must perhaps come from a passion for the helping people with the epilepsies. Tell us the story and how you got into that. When I was a, a neurology resident, I really liked every subspecialty, but I had, I had narrowed down my subspecialties to movement disorders in epilepsy. Uh, I, I felt that they were very dynamic. And also, I really loved the multidisciplinary approach, uh, working with other colleagues. We work with neurosurgeons, neuropsychologists, neuroideologists, and scientists. And I really liked that approach. Um, and I felt, and then I just, just fell in love with, with epilepsy and, and, um, and, and, and all the possibilities, all the, the, the approaches, how we can help our patients uh, have a better, uh, better lives and safer lives because we know that epilepsy can um, uh, can be dangerous. People can have patients can have injuries, severe injuries, uh, from milder to more severe, and also unfortunately die from epilepsy. Uh, there is one entity which is sudden expected death in epilepsy, and just knowing the impact that we can do to uh, to help our patients, I think that's that's amazing. Of course, sometimes our hands are tied, and we, despite our best efforts. Um, we we cannot render every single patient seizure free, uh, but we try to be there and support them in their journey. 
And, and so that's why in addition to the work that I do as a neurologist, epileptologist, I work uh, a lot with the community, the epilepsy community and um, with the Epilepsy Foundation of Kentuckiano. Okay, for an example on this, tell us about the, the bourbon and epilepsy. One might think, hmm, maybe not the association one would make. It is not, you know, I don't want to promote alcohol and, and, and epilepsy, definitely. But we used to, I live in Kentucky, and um, uh, two of the big industries in Kentucky are the equine industry, but also the bourbon industry. And um, through a friend of mine who has, uh, that I met through um, an activity I do as a side, which is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, a friend of mine owns a distillery. And, and so I had asked him if he could help, help me raise awareness uh, through, unfortunately, bourbon. Again, I'm not trying to, <laughs> to promote alcohol, but, but I'm using the industry in Kentucky because I live here. And, and so he very kindly, um, you know, we, we organized a bourbon selection committee. So uh, individuals that are affected indirectly with epilepsy, but to select the bourbon. And from that bourbon, uh, we had bottles. I think I sent you a photo. When, so every bottle um, had a logo of the Epilepsy Foundation of Kentuckiana. And, and every bottle, the proceeds of every bottle went to the foundation, part of the proceeds. And then we also put the barrel, uh, the, the bourbon barrel, and uh, to, to auction um, during the gala. Um, so, and, and then we got out of it beautiful pictures that were featured in uh, Tops in Lexington magazine. So all this helped in addition to the funds uh, that it generated, but it also helped um, make epilepsy more visible and, and uh, just bring awareness by hosting this event. And there is the cutest uh, picture of this little boy in one of your photos. Is, is there, are these photos available online? Like, are they on the website or something? Yeah. I'll provide links, everyone. Look down under the, under the recording because they're so, oh my God, such beautiful. And you've got like purple put everywhere outside and stuff, didn't you? So, you know, for this, the, the picture with that little boy, um, it was with the governor of Kentucky uh governor bashir and so what we do and this is november we're in november and november is epilepsy awareness month um nationally so we're we're trying to to do a lot of activities around um around epilepsy throughout the month of course you know we want to continue to do these activities or similar activities throughout the year uh it, it should not be just ending but i think you know it's it's nice to have this special month and just be even more dynamic and more active. So what we do, we meet with uh, the governor of, of Kentucky. And this is a picture from last year when we met with the governor. I had posted it on X or X Twitter. So we met with the governor and the governor proclaimed Epilepsy Awareness Month in Kentucky. So we had a proclamation and, and, and so we met with the governor. We also met with the, the mayor of Lexington. Um, and we've been doing this over several years. So it's not the first year or last year. We did it before. And, and so we, um, um, we just meet and we get a proclamation that November is Epilepsy Awareness Month in Lexington, but also one with the governor that it's in Kentucky. Fabulous. It's always good to have a bit of political support as well regarding these things and to have, you know, something acknowledged. When it comes to uh, the epilepsies, we'll often hear from, you know, a few sort of specific groups of people which tend to be um, people like yourself and then the, the people with epilepsy or families who uh, are generally involved. It's like kind of same places, different places. What would you say to um, people who aren't generally involved in these things, whether they say we have a clinician researcher who thinks, I do a lot of work in this, but I don't really know how to give extra or to relate more to the people or the families. What do you think they should do in this month? I think just speaking about it, 
And and uh, for instance, is just for instance, I mean, posting it on social media, people who have a following, or, or just speaking about it, or wearing purple, because that attracts the attention. I mean, I know I go to the store sometimes and I'm wearing a lot of purple and people's like, oh, you must love purple. I'm like, it's not really my color, but it's a color, the color for epilepsy. And and, and then I kind of teach or, or educate them about what is epilepsy because then they're intrigued by the color and then it gets us to a discussion about epilepsy. Um, another thing I like to mention is, and, and so it's just about speaking and finding an opportunity to share with others what the epilepsy community is bringing. Uh, and I'm sharing a couple of examples. So when I go to the gym or when I speak with people who go to the gym or, or like to exercise or diet, for you know, health purposes, for instance, and they mentioned the ketogenic diet. And I'm like, well, did you know that the ketogenic diet originated with epilepsy? It was, and so they're like, and I just love seeing their eyes. I'm like, oh, really? I did not know that. And so I think this is just an opportunity to say, hey, look, this is what the epilepsy community has brought to the bigger epilepsy, to the bigger community, you know, that's that may not have anything to do or be in relation with epilepsy. Another thing is also for scientists. I just love like engineers or scientists. I'm like, well, did you know about, do you, have you heard about brain computer interface? And they're like, oh yes. And, and then they mention Neuralinks. And I'm like, yeah, but did you know that it came from the epilepsy world? Um, uh, through, um, you know, monitoring when we monitor patients' electrocorticography, you know, for epilepsy surgery. Um, and, and so kind of a, it's an opportunity for me to educate them that um, all these brain-computer interfaces that Neuralynx is using and when they mention Elon Musk and, and I'm like, hey, we, we've been doing this or it generated in our field. And, and so I, um, I just bring awareness through that. And now we, we hear about BCI or brain-computer interface being used um, you know, even in earpods. I mean, you hear so much about it, but also, you know, to restore function, of course, that, that was the initial purpose is to restore function for people who have amputations, who have lost limbs, but it's also restoring function like memory in patients. So it's being uh, studied um, and researched in patients who have memory loss, for instance, um, to, to uh, improve their memory through brain-computer interface devices. So, but all this gener was generated by the by the epilepsy world and, and so i just for me it's an opportunity to just like put it out there i like the way that uh, the way that you're talking about it also with a passion but also you're talking about uh you know things that are it's not it's not about necessarily a opinion but these are facts these are facts that surround us day to day that people just don't they haven't made the connection and so and, and you're not being depressing and you're not being having a pity pity everybody moment because that does my head in um but it's just like raising awareness and understanding and i think further interest in the epilepsies as well it's not like a one-off but encouraging questions because sometimes people don't know what to say they're worried they'll say the wrong thing but i think the way that you're doing it is like don't ask me anything i may or may not know the answer but you know <laughs> It's that conversation. It's okay. We'll learn about it together. We'll go and research it together. But another thing is also just mentioning, it's like, oh, did you know that Elton John had epilepsy or that Prince had epilepsy or or that so-and-so who's very successful has epilepsy or had epilepsy? And and I think then people realize, wow, it is, it is, it is a little bit everywhere when you think about it. And and those are a, a lot of you know, you look at the artist. I mean, how much so much creativity. And you're like, hey, yes. Um, but even for patients, for my patients who were newly diagnosed with epilepsy, I'm like, look, so-and-so 
that is a public figure has epilepsy or had epilepsy and look how successful they are. To know also that researchers, I think it's very important for patients to know that they're not alone in this. I like to tell them this. Look, you see me, but behind, you know, everything I do, there is a team of people. There are scientists that you don't see, but you know, we do research, we do clinical research. We have an alliance called the Finders Alliance in, um, in our institution. So we work with, with, uh, with, um, with scientists, with engineers, and, and, uh, uh, and we're called the Finders because we're trying to find the epileptogenic focus through imaging with functional MRI and other uh, imaging modalities. But, but I tell them, look, you have a team of people behind you, people that you see like me, but people that you don't see. It's not just a job of one physician. I mean, I do my job because I have a team and I'm able to do it because I have a team. Thank you to Miriam for being such a star for so many people. Make sure that you follow Miriam on social media. The links are on the website, toriwobinson.com slash epilepsy hyphen sparks hyphen insights as are links to Miriam's work. And see you next week. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. And I'd love to hear from you if you have any thoughts about today's show. Please subscribe to Epilepsy Sparks Insights on your podcast app so that you will never miss the weekly episode. I'm Tori Robinson. Thanks for listening.